I'm just a gentleman, never been a gangster. So when I'm peddling, I'm only out here trying to make something. So what the devil did, he come around and start to shake stuff. Start bus, ride home, ten o'clock. Sup, horse? Hi, guys. What's going on, yeah? How are you doing, outstanding gentlemen? Uh, chilling. How are you, outstanding gentlemen, doing? And ladies, and ladies. There's some ladies that watch us. I ain't know we had lady fans. Um, mm. I, I ain't doing too bad, man. It's been just a nice Sunday. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's those, Day. You know, the mothers. I don't celebrate none of that Western uh, bullshit, but y'all do, so enjoy. You know, enjoy y'all day, man. You get to this day next month. What? I don't give a fuck about that day. Fuck that. Yeah, so, bro. I, if there's anything I hate more than anything is Western holidays that are just like, spend money, please. Yeah. Like... It's not even spend money, please. It's like spend money or you're a piece of shit. Shit, like they castrize the fuck out of you. Yeah, I'm trying to tell, bro. We was out uh, doing grocery shopping yesterday, and and Kai was just like, "Yo, this parking lot is fucking crazy." And I'm like, Mother's Day, Black Friday, maybe July Fourth are the three most disrespectful shopping holidays in America. Like when I say disrespectful, like the week before Christmas. The week before Christmas, yeah, yeah. It gets Dis disrespectful. Disrespect. I'm talking about niggas fighting in the parking lot. The ladies arguing at the motherfucking cash register. Bro, I seen this Just one. Just to get 5%. Oh. I seen this one lady go to the self-checkout with, like, had to be 150 items. Y'all kill me with that shit. <laughs> Dog, y'all kill me with that shit. Even though, like, they're doing the shit now where almost everything is self-checkout now. But so. they have specific self-checkouts for certain items. There's self-checkouts yeah, that'll have a conveyor belt. That you know you could put your yeah. 150 items on. So like the but 15 the one items where it's just like literally that in the baggage area. Get the fuck out. Move. The bitch had a TV in her car. What are you doing? What are like, you doing? What are you doing? And they get mad. They don't get the little scan thingy because they gotta. Because yeah, it's not supposed to be there for that big ass TV and this table. This is not the place for this, ma'am. But yeah, it was crazy. Um, that's why I don't participate. Y'all not gonna make me spend money. I celebrate the people in my life that I love without every a holiday. Day. You should every do day. that every day. So you know, but for you people who need a holiday, enjoy it. Just uh, if you know. need that validation. What do, what, do, what do people do on Mother's Day? Because I know on Father's Day, fathers have to barbecue. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Father's Day gets still gets the shit in because it's yeah. like they get you a bunch of shit that they want you to do. Gives you a bunch of power tools to build something they want. Gives you a bunch of meat and shit so you can cook for them. That's yeah. still crazy. No. Mother's Day, I mean, I, I, know, I make my mom, I get my mom, I make my mom food because that's the heart of almost any woman, I guess. I make her breakfast, took her out to lunch, and then she still went to work, so. I get my mom some oxtails, call it even. Yeah. You feel me? And, uh, and some liquor. Boom. Yeah. You, you know? But again, it's just like, I personally don't prefer, prefer to do these things, but y'all do, so enjoy it. Uh, Welcome to the CGA Podcast. It's your boy, Lex Supervillain. And do I. Then we got... Welcome to another episode out of the self-love chapter of uh, season three. And this one is going to get a little uh, interesting, if you could say myself. Before that, again, if you watch this on YouTube, make sure y'all like, subscribe. Shout out to all the audio platforms that we are on. We are on Apple, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts. Um, yeah, all them good things. Links in the description. And for those who are watching this full episode for everybody else, uh, appreciate y'all supporting the Patreon. Again, just to watch the full episode is just $1 a month. That's all we asking. Um, and yeah, if you want to do the other tiers, we have a whole video on what that is. I'm not explaining that for 20 minutes. But yeah, just want to throw that out there. Uh, but let's get right back, motherfucker, into it. Uh, so, so what were you talking about today besides I, this, another self-care episode? I mean, but this is, this is most important, honestly, to me. 
um, you know, it, it's a head scratcher. It's a, it makes my stomach itch. You know, I don't know how the inside of my stomach can itch, but just hearing the statements of it. Oh, yeah. No, nah, you can definitely, your stomach can definitely itch. We are talking about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation case. Oh, boy. So, yeah, if y'all haven't heard or haven't been living on a rock for the past, like, week and a half or so, yeah, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard um, were in a very domestic abuse relationship, more of her abusing him, and now they had a divorce in uh, 2016, and now all the cases, I guess, everything is coming out to light now as the cases are going forward, and the stuff that you hear between not even just the testimonies, but then even the... There's audio phone that's, calls that that's, that's the thing with a defamation case. Like, when somebody is out here saying that, you know, you're a crack whore, they have to prove that you're a crack whore in court so that they can prove that they weren't defaming your character, that you're actually a crack whore and this is not a lie. Um, so, of course, you know, the darkness is going to come out because everybody is pulling, like, the deepest, darkest secrets to prove, you know, who is the abuser here. Um, and I don't like that. I don't like that. I think that is archaic mm-hmm. it's uh excuse me it makes me burp it gives me indigestion so um, it makes my itching. asshole itch makes my stomach itch it's a lot of shit going on there because for the simple fact of we are looking at it from a space that somebody has to be wrong mm. like there has to be one person like it has to be amber or it has to be johnny or is it johnny's mom or is it amber's dad like who is the reason why we're all watching this case instead of actually asking ourselves is it the fact that Johnny has lived a life that has a certain amount of traumas and things that he may need to work on. Yes. And Amber has lived a life. And because, you know, because everybody's like, oh, well, Johnny's older than her. She's lived a life. So she's coming into her traumas. There are things that are going to be traumatizing to her. And she, as an adult, will have to figure out what is the best course of action to deal with those traumas. And take accountability and responsibility for them. It is never somebody else's fault that you went upside their goddamn head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. It is never somebody else's fault that you go outside their head. I'm going to say it for the third time. It is never somebody else's fault if you go outside their head. With any type of fucking wine bottle, anything you could pick up that classifies as a weapon. Play the organ. (laughs) But seriously, like, I don't want to get on the soapbox and preach too much, but as somebody who comes from, who was recently in a domestic violence situation, I hear all the time, I even said it in my song, um, on Black DiMaggio 2 um, that you know this person did something to me and the way that they live with it was saying that I was a man but the line in my song goes yes I'm a man but can I plead the physical may not hurt me but these emotions will bring a man right to his knees just because someone is of physical stature large whatever does not mean that your physical ass- assault on them are not gonna hurt. Oh well, you you six foot nine, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, because she definitely tried to spin it as that. Yeah, spin it as that when he had to. Re- that's when you know it get bad when somebody got secretly record y'all conversations just to show that he not fucking crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. she definitely used that in the thing. She's just straight up admitted. She's like, yes, I started a physical altercation with you just to solve our issues, but you walk away because yes, you're noble, but I want to fix the issues my way, which is this dramatic ass fight that could cause that cause somebody to go crazy insane in the hospital possibly you know what i'm saying like and she was trying to say like oh you're like a grown man like you said you're a grown-ass man 
but I'm like 120 pounds soaking wet. I was not hitting, I was not punching you. I just hit it's you. It's not even about the physical pain. It really isn't. You it's know, not. Most, but like, I'm saying the way they try to justify it. No, though, they will. But Johnny Depp does his own stunts. He's not somebody who is against pain. Like, he's probably felt a sprained ankle or two. You know, pain is not a new thing for him. It's the emotional factor of somebody that is claiming to love you, claiming to want nothing but the best for you. But they are physically assaulting you in ways that people who don't even like you outside in the street don't do. Facts. And then, like, the fact that he's, like, like he straight up pleaded. He was like, yo, like, he's still in that conversation trying to, I'm not going to play the audio because I feel like some type of copyright. Song, but it's like, you could play it. You hear him just saying, like, like, I'm trying with you, but you know what? And I fucking still love you so much. But and it's like, is, fuck it. I can't do this no and more. And this is where I wanted to get to with the self-love of everything. Because I really don't want to talk too much about this situation. Because most of it is speculation. I just think that both parties need to seek assistance outside of. Yeah, definitely. You know, Because like you said, it's not just one or the other's fault. Amber has her problems. Johnny has, obviously. So Amber would say, you know, oh, I would come to the house and he'd be just, you know, laid up with his friends or chilling and they'd be drunk and playing the guitar and stuff. I know a lot of men will be like, you know, well, what's wrong with that? Or, you know, women just don't want us to have our fun. But you have to understand something that a lot of men don't understand, that there is a responsibility that comes with any relationship. Maybe, you know, your children, your mother, your father, your significant other. You know, now, man-to-man relationships usually don't have so much responsibility because we don't put as much on each other. Mm. But there is still responsibility. You still have to actively, you know, come up with time to spend with your partner. You know, so if your partner is complaining about, you know, a lack of time, you can you can tell them, hey, I got some things I'm kind of focused on, so I apologize for that. But you still need to actively work to get better at that. But that's why I say, talking about the self-love thing, when you don't love yourself enough and you get into these type of relationships where you got problems and the next person got problems, you feel as though because you got problems that you have to work through it with this person and you have to try because you're like, I just want somebody to try with me and I just want somebody to work with me. Work with your goddamn self. Yeah. Try with you. Stop allowing all of these other weirdos to come into your life, come into your space, all because you fucked up right now. So you like, oh, well, I'm fucked up. How can I judge them? You're correct. You don't have to judge them. Doesn't mean you got to be around them. Doesn't mean you got to be around them. You just got to get your priorities straight overall. And like I said, overall, it is you. Don't ever try to have somebody force, no matter who it is, relationship, you know, friendship, whatever. Don't try to put that like force their priorities to make it your priority, and then you just overwhelm the shit, and then you become an unorganized, crazy, you know, fuck yeah. about it. Like it's just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, but think about how many people we but, know who do that. You know, not even just we, just in general. Yeah, you guys, overall, you everybody. I, well, I'm not gonna say everybody, but everybody's situation is different. But yeah, and especially like probably in their situation where like you know they're both very rich, famous, you know, actors. You know, probably got crazy ass schedules, even if they don't have a role like they're in set for. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got, you know, whatever brands or whatever organizations they're in and shit like that. Or even how about this? Like, they imagine going from being one of the busiest people in the world to for the next eight months, you have nothing to do. Like, nothing. You're just sitting around. Like, unless you go out and find shit to do, there's nothing for you to do. You know, there's a lot of things that you can think about. But, again, you got to love yourself. Like, once the whole abuse thing came out about Johnny Depp and her and how it's all going. I already went to the space of, you know, I just feel like Johnny doesn't really love himself because Johnny, you know, we look at the characters he plays, he kind of has that same energy to himself. He's very mm. precious and he's very sentimental as well with his fans, with his family, all that good stuff. So to hear something about this, I know that the way that it went down is probably like, 
He got some shit with him that he need to work on. More than likely. I might even stand against it. I mean, yeah, it. they definitely already pointed that out. And they're kind of neglecting it as a side, too. I'm not saying that his mm-hmm. pain doesn't matter with the case right. at all. Like, I'm not... Like, obviously, we're a men's mental health podcast. Like, we're not going to throw his pain and what he went through to the side. Like, it's crazy what she did. I'm not dismissing her at all. Let's throw that out there real quick. But, like you said, it's not just one side's fault. Like Never. you say, he had an alcoholic problem that I guarantee he had maybe, not an outlash on, but probably some shit that it, she didn't like. Yeah. It's probably some shit in his personality or his life that he didn't, that she didn't appreciate. And that she probably couldn't communicate right. I'll, I'll take, I'll take my domestic violence situation. My situation was really just based off the fact that my partner wanted, like Amber Heard, wanted that energy from me. Um. And I didn't have it. Not even just because I was drinking. But she added it to, oh, you're always drunk, you're always high. But that's just not me. I'm she not a person. use it to fuel the fire. Yeah, like, oh, oh, like, kind of like to go back and forth for her because that's just the relationship she knew, the relationship she wanted, whatever. Some women like that. Some people, men like that, where they mm-hmm. like they like to be able to be with somebody who they can kind of bicker for a little bit and everything is cool. I don't like bickering. I'm not a big fan of it. So she's like, oh, you know, it's just because you're drunk. It's because you're high. And because, you know, a lot of people, oh, well, you're alcoholic, maybe, like, you're lashing out. I actually very rarely lashed out. I actually started to retreat in more. And the more that I would retreat in is what caused her to then um, lash out in these violent manners because it was like, you know, not get, making no excuse for her, but just for I just you know using my brain, it probably was like, yo, this motherfucker's like closing themselves off to me. Like, no, open up, like open up. It's like yeah. trying to pry the doors open. And then it wound up becoming like a physical thing because like, and that's it definitely almost was is in the physical, phone call. mentally. That was right. definitely in the phone call. Because it was time, he was like, I'm trying to run away. He's trying to hide in the bathroom and shit. Like, yeah. trying to hide from her in their house yeah. and shit. And, you know, she was just like, see, that's the thing. You like to run away. You don't like to solve the problems and shit like that. Like, the way she wants to, like you said, right. probably the way she's used to. Because I know she's like a leader or some shit in the, uh, what's it called, on the women's abuse thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know she's like a you know, one of the four faces for that, so just to see this, I mean it is you I know. Mean, but it's telling, you know, we, we, we spoke about this in season one and you know, there isn't enough people talking about what men go through, you know, as baby dads, as partners, you know, in these abusive and domestic violence situations. You know, but we're right now what we're focusing on in this season, um, right now for the season is is self love. And I thought like this was a really good moment to really like get people to understand what self-love is like you can admit hey i have a problem and i'm fucked up with something but that does not mean that somebody else gets to treat you however because you have this problem mm-hmm. you have to prioritize yourself first and then like you said once you recognize that problem within yourself yeah then you have to prioritize yourself to be like Fixing all right it. so what can i do yet what can i do to fix it whether it's go to rehab go to therapy we'll go to do whatever extracurricular myself from whomever i got in my life that adds to my stress that was a big thing when i was in when i was in rehab um you know my doctors was telling me to leave my son's mother you know to get out of that relationship to stop hanging around the friends that smoke weed every day Uh and drink and all of that shit like start being around you know my homie bruce wayne who is a sober-minded person not because i needed to be sober even though that was the goal but more so because i need to be around people who wake up and have shit they want to do with their life you know, my, my boy Bruce, he, he's, a, he's the type of guy, even on a day off, he's going to get up, he's going to hit the gym, he's going to make a little bit of money. Then he's going to set some time to aside for himself, maybe uh-huh. see some family, do some self-care, whatever. But, you know, my therapist was like, yo, you want to be around people like that. You know, when you're going through things, you don't want to be around people who are also going through things. I think a lot of a lot of us, especially black people, um, we feel as though because somebody else is going through something, 
and we we are actively going through something and or have been going through something like it's a past tense past progressive thing like it started way back and it's still happening or it's something that's actively happening now we feel as though like it's our job to be like you, like Michael Jack the Siri played Michael Jackson you are not alone <laughs> like cut it the fuck out you know what I mean I focus on yourself focus on the things that you need to do and when you can identify that people around you are using your lower moments of your life against you as a way of being like Oh, well, yeah. well, who who the fuck do you think you are because you do this and you do that and how could you even tell me to stop doing this and stop doing that? Once you start hearing things like that, they've been hiding that shit for a minute too, facts, mind you. That shit facts, ain't out of nowhere. Facts. They've been hiding that shit for a minute. And as soon as you say something that they don't like or that doesn't correlate with their plans as priority, so let me tell you how you a moose knuckle pickback bitch. <laughs> Like, He's like, you got a superiority complex type shit on you. I was we, like, nigga, I've been doing this shit for the love of it. I don't even like myself. Like, how, how I got a superiority complex? But that's where you understand that this is what these people are thinking about you actively, but they're also in your face smiling. That's what I don't respect. But this is where we. That's what I'm saying. Until, until you don't do something towards their priority. Yeah. That's when it comes out. Yeah. And then but, they don't like that, and so it's just like, well, fuck, then were you ever really here for me? The answer is no. Um, and it's sad. It honestly is sad. Me and my me and my girl Kyle, we were just talking about it. Like, is it's fucked up how people will know that they're done with a person two, three, four, six months before they actually like leave the person alone together. Or they they don't know that they're they're done with the person and still be around because they have resources that they want to get from those people. You know, I, I, I remember, you know, I used to be around older ladies who would always say that they never really liked their husband, but, you know, he paid mm-hmm. the bills and he take care of the home and he good with the kids. But every other week they're arguing about bullshit and really getting into stuff and she really don't like him. And it's the same thing with the man. I mean, but yo, I really hate my wife. I don't even know why I married her, you know, but they got caught up in the, the like, again, I, I, I know a specific situation. I won't say no names where, a man really felt like he was so messed up from all the stuff that he did that he was only deserving of the woman that he was married to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and shit like that can definitely make you feel like he that. He paid all the bills in the house, all that. She used to get drunk, punch on him, just talk about his kids because they had kids together. Not kids together, like he had kids and she had kids. So they like, talk about his kids. Like she would make a bunch of money and just not help him with nothing. Or like she'd do the laundry, find money in his clothes and like take the shit. And he just always would be like, this is what I deserve because of things that I've done in my life. And I'm like, I don't think that that's how that works. No, you can always have a term of redemption. You know what I'm saying? Even if you haven't fucked up, but you feel like if you did, you can always have a term of redemption with yourself to where, you know, you do, like I said, I know people preach that whole self-worth thing. You do have to have some type of self-worth. Like you said, if you're in a situation like that where all you feel like you're paying the bills, you're doing everything as a dad and all that shit. Just because you and a mom don't get along doesn't mean, again, you don't have to be together. You yeah. can prioritize and redeem yourself by getting you and your kids out of that situation. And, and this is why I say like it's important, you know, as we wrap this up, guys. You know, this is why I say that this is important for you to evaluate, you know, who you are and what you got going on. Because if you're not really talking to yourself about what you're doing wrong, not right. Wrong, I mean, wrong, right as well. But what you're doing wrong and how you could be doing better. Then when somebody else brings it up, it's either going to do two things come to you as a shock 
and then you're gonna live in cognitive dissonance, dissonance, dissonance damn, where you just act like what they're saying makes no sense, or you know it's gonna hit you so hard that you're pretty much just eating off their words. Like you're like, oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. I'm a piece of shit. Please, please forgive me. And then now you have this indebted feeling because that's how I have with my son's mother. You know, I felt as though because she was a little younger and I was older that I should have been in a better space mentally with certain things. And we would get into conversations and she would always spin it as, oh, well, you know, you're older, so you should be better at this. And I'd be like, damn, you're right. Like, oh, and then my ex used to say that to me and I'm, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. But not saying that she was wrong. She, my, my, my son's mother was never really wrong. It just was that just because I'm fucked up and I got stuff I need to work on does not mean that you, you know, the partner to me is not fucked up as well and you got shit you need to work on that's aggravating the situation as well mm-hmm. like my shit is aggravating the situation but so is your shit so i need to go over here and work on me you need to go over there and work on you and that's just the that's the that's the epitome. and it's rare that both parties ever acknowledge both their shit even like marriage counseling and no, shit definitely like i've seen that shit before where it's like they bring they, they try to go in and it'd be like the first thing that usually the therapist asks is like okay what don't you like about them? What you don't you like about them? Long they, ass list. Long ass list. And then it turns into them fighting. And it's just like, all right, well, then I'm going to, from a professional point of view, say, this is where you fucked up at. This is where you fucked up at. And then it just ends That's up. That's why I think most of marriage counseling is a facade because off rip, if I'm a real counselor, I ain't talking to both of you at the same time. Facts. I'm talking to one of y'all and I'm going to get both of y'all to a good space and then we can talk together. Some do that, but from the majority of what I've seen, nah, they, they just break, throw they... them both in a room, let them fucking tear into each other, pretty much ruin this marriage, feel like they need the counselor even more. You know what I'm saying? That's why marriage counseling doesn't really work because we feel as though we need counseling as a group. And that is true. You know, we need counseling as a collective. That is true. But the love, the counseling, it got to start inside. Inside, but then, like you said, I think bringing it together also is bad because like you said, you're mixing two problems into one and this then one. you're just really fueling up more of the argument. Like if you do it individually and then have them probably come together after. At least they've made some realizations and epiphanies about themselves. Yeah. Cause yeah. then at, then egos come into it to be like, oh, well, if I'm this, then it's cause of you. Da, 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 da. And then they start deflecting. Like, like I say, it's rare for both parties to really take any accountability of both their actions. Yep. So. Emma. Oh God, hold on. Sorry. Try not to curse. <laughs> Trying not to curse today, guys. How y'all motherfuckers doing? You just what? Motherfuckers not a curse. That's your daddy. I mean, but some of them don't. Uh, some of them don't know their daddy. In other news, <laughs> someone said, "Dad saw this shit." He said, "Yo, if the chief then became public, a lot of y'all wouldn't know y'all daddy." I was like. We're starting with a good one today, guys. May the Lord be with us at all times, and may he bless this podcast. It ain't Sunday, so shit, good luck with that. It's Saturday. It's the Sabbath, goddammit. Shit. This is not what Steve Jobs died for. We ain't gonna get on Will Smith internet and do this shit today. Yeah, not today, not today. (laughs) Now, somebody who did, well, they didn't get on Will Smith's internet. They got on uh, Gail King's show, which then got posted on Will Smith's internet. And Steve Jobs did not die for this. Y'all already know where I'm going with this. Y'all, homie, Meg, the style lion. Stay laying. Stay lying. The leader of the hot girl nation. Yeah. At this point, 
And honestly, the reason why I'm calling her Meg State Lion is because this is not this this Tory Lane situation, which I have no knowledge of. I'm gonna say that out early before the whole I don't care about women getting dragged downstairs and thrown in uh, ovens community comes out and tries to crucify me. I know nothing about the situation. Um, I speak nothing on the situation. I just speak on people's character. Putting that out there. Now, going forward for you pussy ass niggas is um, does everybody remember when Meg first got into it with her manager? Does anybody remember that? I think so, yeah. It was this whole big thing. She was like, oh, I never knew I signed a deal like this. Jay-Z, please help me get out this deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When she first signed the Rock Nation, she just found out it was a big-ass fucking... That it was a 360 joint. Yep. And Rock Nation was just her her publishing. Like they were just her manager, marketer, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, boom. Sat there and said, told the whole world, oh, I didn't know what was going on. First of all, here's why I don't like that. You're a college student. You Max, read you're papers, a graduated college student. You read papers for a fucking living, bro. Like, this is what you've been doing since, like, you was in sixth grade. So there's no way that a, a, a motherfucker with a bald head and a high school education tricked you into signing a 360 deal. I think you wholeheartedly knew because that's what he said. He said she knew about the extent of the deal. She knew what the deal was taking from her and she was willing to do it because she felt as though she had the power as an artist to get through the deal and then be on the other side of it and be successful that was her mindset anybody who knows anything about Meg Thee Stallion that sounds like some shit she would say nah sign a deal get the money I'm good enough to where I can get through the deal give them what they need and then on the other side of it I'll be my own boss sounds sounds about right you sounds about right it sounds bitch, sounds about mentality. on brand it sounds about on brand which is why as far as like the little Uzi situation where Lil Uzi was actually not knowing of his situation because he had signed a contract with uh, uh, DJ Diamond Cuts. That contract was then transferred to DJ Drama and he made amendments before, without Uzi actually having to sign it because he didn't have to sign it. He had already signed a contract to DJ Diamond Cuts. Drama bought the contract from Diamond Cuts. He never needed to have Uzi re-sign it. He had Uzi for the extended contract that Uzi signed to Diamond Cuts. So... In his case, he didn't know that that drama was doing him like this. Meg, you looked at the contract. You read it. Or maybe you didn't. No, they definitely it. don't read it. They're just getting around the, the people. This is Rock Nation. So they're just going to be like, yeah. oh my God, Jay-Z. Yeah. And then she, she threw into I'm it. I'm definitely oh. about to be a staple in this generation. But what killed shit. me with it was that you started off with, oh, they tricked me. Then it was, oh, well, my mom just died at the time. So I wasn't in the right headspace. But here's the thing. Don't Which you have it? don't you have people around you on a team that's supposed to reread this with you and then like you know most people don't have those people and that's okay but my thing is don't sit here and then say get those people then definitely definitely Internet. before you sign anything this is even before for artists and shit like that before you sign anything before you go to anywhere that requires this rocket you to... lawyer this, yes. this rocketlawyer.com it's a dot com you pay twenty dollars a month, and they will read your contract for you. Literally, just get somebody to pre-read that shit and tell you if it's a good sign or not. And I, I have, I've never even seen a deal. Like, there's no one has put a contract in front of me that could change my life to where I needed this website. I just googled it because I thought it was something good to know. I, I needed to make some contracts. I found the website. I was like, oh shit, there's a place that I can go to. Where I, I pay twenty dollars a month, and they're not. They don't act as my lawyers. They act as legal counsel. And then if I need them to connect me with a lawyer, they do, and I get a discount. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Just little things. But Just again, little things that- it goes back to what I always tell people with like that whole why I don't support 
you know, the type of music that, you know, Meg makes in a large part, the party music. Why I don't support it in a large part? Because we all have this idea of shit is supposed to be fun. Everything's supposed to be happy-go-lucky. You know, there's not supposed to be any consequences for our actions, but there are real fucking consequences for our actions. And we can't just sit here and pander to social media and hopes that they'll make the people handing down the punishment feel like shit. It's like, damn, I can't even hand down the punishment that this person is supposed to get because social media society has tried to pull me in a way where like this person should not be punished because they are some exception to a rule. That's something I don't appreciate. And this is why I didn't appreciate the entirety of the situation. Because like I said, that wasn't the first time that she had got caught up in that situation. With and the, it was with just like, it was just a manager. bunch of, it was overall just a bunch of switching. Like at first it was, oh, I was protecting us all because I didn't want nobody to get shot by the police. Okay. I was like, all right. If you would have stuck to that card. But then like a week <laughs> later, it just says, that nigga shot me. And then it kept going on yep. until more further evidence go further and further. And like I said, I'm not discrediting women for, you know, who actually go through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I know a couple we have of women. An episode for that. Let's check that, that out. I'm gonna say, yeah, definitely go check out season one. But um, no, it's but it just makes cases like this because it's so publicized Correct. that it discredits all them who go through the shit to make and, it harder for people to believe. And I, don't, I don't think, for me personally, it don't discredit the, the the people who are you know other victims. What it discredits is the people who hop behind these celebrities and they want to support them in uh, rhetoric. You know, like as as much as I'm talking about Meg the Stallion, I, I can go the same way with Tory Lanez. Only mm-hmm. difference is there hasn't been any switching up of stories for him. Everything has been streamlined. Straightforward. The he's same. Defend, he stood quiet, now, and then he had this. Then he finally. Me personally, me personally, I wouldn't release a fucking music video, or album, or anything. anything to but I just do, think they're childish. Point, I think that I think that Meg the Stallion, and I think that Tory Lanez. And every woman who's with Meg Thee Stallion on this will say Tory Lanez is childish. But if I say Meg Thee Stallion is childish, I am promoting abuse culture. And that is not fair, not only to myself and not even to Megan because Meg needs to grow. She needs to grow. I'm not saying that she needs to grow up like I'm standing above her and I'm just so better and perfect. But any person until they're in a casket needs to grow and become better every day. And I think this is one situation where she can, as well as Tory, do better. There's this whole... The whole situation has been childish. If they had Facts. something happening between them, then it's between them, the law, their lawyers, and that. This social media pandering shit is 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 foregone at this point. Because so many no, people do it too. Because she wouldn't have said nothing if it wasn't really going to be. Not saying to her benefit as a public uh, publicity, but it's because, like I said, Tori was forced to be quiet for the longest time until, like I said, he and made he, that as stupid he ass. He should have listened. He should have listened. Not that I want him to get off if he did it, but it doesn't. If you are in a legal situation of any sort, your job is to allow your lawyers to handle the situation. Exactly. Otherwise, fire them, save yourself some money, and get ready to go to jail. Thanks. Like nobody don't wants release. To be don't quiet. try to release no fucking music video on this shit. I understand you was trying to defend yourself, but no. Let the lawyers do their job. Do what you're paying these fucking tw- tens of thousand dollars for. Yeah, no. Like, cause then they, whatever you say again gets hold against you. Because guess what? I was watching we, social media. You're just putting yourself on a platform. We, we, how many rappers do we have to have, that have to go to jail for putting certain things on social media that tracks them back to the crime they actually committed? How many of them have to go to jail before people realize that social media is not a place to be putting your personal shit out? That's what because I'm saying. no matter what, even let's not even take rappers going to jail. How many people have lost their jobs because they've made statements on pu- pu- on pub- public social media? Damn, take two. Public social media 
and their statements did not align with the brand of the company which they definitely for. And you y'all think for those who think that's fake i was security at sally made for a couple months while i was like going between companies right right and they have like you know a higher security like i guess like above us right but like you know we'll work together and when i went up to that room nigga when i say there's 30 screens and i one's like one row is dedicated to Facebook, one dedicated to Twitter, one dedicated to Instagram, and then I guess probably now TikTok too, I guess. But back then, I saw, and I saw like people I knew, like I checked in, mm-hmm. like their tweets, and it was like, yeah, we checked to see if they say some crazy shit about the company or something that would be in our can, character. I mean, I mean, so that shit does exist. So yeah. again, y'all gotta be careful with y'all post online, all the fucking be reserved, be more reserved. If there's anything that social that that's a social media takes. Be more reserved. If there's anything that we CGA is post uh, putting in, uh, you know, this episode of you know with the Amber Heard and Meg Thee Stallion and talking about you know you know uh, understanding how two people can be wrong in a situation. You know what I mean? Y'all mm. can. I can be wrong. He can be wrong. We can both be wrong and the situation be wrong. It doesn't have to be well. Oh well, you know, Dwight did this. Okay, Dwight did that, but I did this. And do I can't be oh you know Lex did that. Yes, Lex did this, but you did that. It doesn't matter who's at blame. It's now now at that point, like once you identify the situation of yeah. what it is, like, okay, everybody done fucked up. How are we going to and, fix it? Exactly. That's why we have to be reserved. Like something has happened to you, something has transpired. The best thing that you can do is reserve all of this lashing out, these emotions, this childlike energy, if you're asking me, because I have a two-year-old and this is the shit that he does. You should reserve that and transmute that energy into higher thought patterns so that you can actually get the fuck out of the situation. Because the people, because we're, like I said, we're such in a fucking victimized culture. Sorry, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'll say it. We're in I'll a victimized culture where. Western society promotes victimization, self-victimization. They, we, they, they tell us the when we wake up to be like that. That the main focus is, why is this happening to me? Instead of where, you, like you said, you sit back, you realize the situation. All right, what can I learn from this? Why, like, what can I do now to prevent this from happening again? Because now, if it happens the first time, okay, it can be an accident. Second time, now you just allow it to happen. It's not why is it happening to me? What is it happening for? What am I to be learning? Who am I going to be at the end of this? That that is essentially what I was asking for. I look at the situation with my son's mother and and even having my son. I was asking God so much so for me to grow up and be a better man, get better with my finances, do all of these things. I was asking, I was praying for it because I felt as though I didn't know what the hell to do. I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know how to get there. Lo and behold, I get into a really crazy situation of which I'm reserved about. I don't need to speak with all of you. Those who know, know. And um, at the end of it, here comes this completely reformed man. I'm not saying I'm 100% responsible, but I'm at least more aware of myself and mindful. Mm -hmm. And everything that I was praying for outside of myself came from all that tribulation. A lot of the time when y'all be going through these type of situations, you was praying for who you were supposed to be at the end of it before it happened and that's why you got put through the shit but you won't be able to see that if the first thing you do is lash out on social media i was talking to a lady on uh uh on doing my job you know and, and she called in and i heard her talking in the background about how her daughter got on uh, uh uh on facebook and was talking all this crap about her and look now she's she's calling in to get her something that she need and ain't this some crap and i'm just like you know how old is your daughter man She's like, oh, she like 28, 29. I'm like, listen, I just learned at 26 that all the emotions that I was feeling towards my mom, not to say that they was false. Me and my mom been through a lot. We, you know, season one, we did, we went through that already. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I had to find a way to love my mother 
so that I could heal from that shit so that I could be a better parent for my, my children. I didn't have to find a way to love my mom to be around or be in her face. Me and my mom don't even really talk like that. Like, we might talk once, twice a month, if that. But it's cordial. We have love for each other. It, we don't we don't have to do this going back and forth, bickering crap. And it has allowed me to be a better parent. But again, all of them trials, all them tribulations, all that stuff, I had to go through that. And I went, and it was a time where I did my last one on social media. So I just told the lady, I was just like, you know, listen, like, I learned at 26 and I had to go through rehab and I had to go through all this other type of stuff. So just, you know, just don't, don't quit on her just yet. You know, like uh-huh. keep being there. And I know it probably sucks, but she going to get it. She going to understand that like her mom is really there for her and you might not be the, the person that she likes or she wants you to be, but at least you are a mom who is available, you know? Yeah. And, and that just goes with situations, man. Like stop looking at your situation and getting on, on, on social media and being like, my shit is not how I would like for it to be. Go do something about it, bro. That's what I'm saying. And if you can't, you gotta have to learn accept what it is. Find serenity in in where where your life is right now. That's it. Just find serenity. All of this back because that that, that's the part that like again. I don't know Megan Stein from Can of Paint. I don't know Troy Lane's from Can of Paint. I don't know these people personally. I just know how they represent themselves. And me personally, if I was their friends, like in a circle of friends, I would be telling them, "Yo, you're acting real childish right now. I need I I need you to chill." Like. Don't even think about your legacy and all the other stuff. Like, whatever. Bro, I can't keep being your friend and you acting like this on Instagram. Thanks. Like, because this is too much. You're doing too much. Just just, just, just sit back and let things be. You know, even like the whole Gail King interview. We acting like this is the R. Kelly trial. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what killed me. That's another topic for another episode about how, you know, our people, black people, we get heavily involved into our celebrities dramas and issues as if it's like a uh, 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 society changing things going Facts, on. Facts, like, because y'all been focused on the Kanye, Kim, and Pete situation way too fucking now, long. Now, honestly, way too we fucking gonna do long. a different episode on that one. Mark my words. This I know, but I'm that, saying like, but now. that's like the biggest thing. Yeah, example. y'all not even, y'all not even peeping what's really happening, but we gonna get on that, but man, just to get all this, you know, Meg Thee Stallion, Amber Heard stuff all together, man, I'm gonna leave y'all with three things. One, fucking, you can be fucking up, the next nigga can be fucking up, and y'all both can just be fucking up. It does not have to be, well, my fuck up is less than your fuck up. Or, well, your fuck up is the thing that really, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, mm-hmm. stop with all of that tit for tat back and forth. Because no crap. matter who's at the fall at the end of the day, it's like, again, now, again, everybody has assumed responsibility. No matter what it is. We got to fix this shit, bro. Now just fix the shit. Like, or stop being around each other. Those are two options. Stop dealing with each other or fix the problem in between that we're having. Number two. Stop lashing out on social media because that's the big thing in the Johnny Depp case as well. You know, um, not that they were on social media, but they were just social with the media. You know, they said a lot of things about each other. That's how they got to this defamation case. You know, she's like, oh, he's telling all these people that I'm this and I'm that. Like, just, just, just keep your words to yourself. Like, I'm not saying that we need to allow abusers to just sit in the shadows and not have their day. But if they, if you're going to make them have their day, have them have their day at the highest level. Don't be sitting around and chit-chatting with people back and forth and doing all the social media stuff, talking about who a person is. If you want something to be stamped as a who a person is, then do it the right way. Pull the evidence out for the world to see. But don't be doing... That's what I'm saying. That's what all needs to be... Fuck all this. Oh, he did this to me. Oh, he did this to me. Yeah. Pull the... Fu- That's why I didn't say yeah. nothing about this case at first. It was just... I wanted to see what the full concrete evidence was and what... Like I said, what can't be disproven? Fuck your emotions. Stress trying to, cause trying to sway by emotions and shit. Yeah, cause that's Fuck all that. that. 
That's all on social media lashouts ever are. All like, her fucking all this crying and shit. Just like it's just emotional pulling. It's you you want because again, that's what I tell you about social media. This is a media outlet where society gets to connect and interact with each other, and therefore the purpose of anything put out on social media is for the purpose of connecting and interacting with people. With that being said, if you get on social media crying about how your boyfriend went upside your head for the 15th time this week, you are doing that to connect with people because you feel so lonely in your trials and tribulations. I understand that, but go get help. Go get professional help from like, people who can do something. Go get help. You know what I mean? Like, get yourself out of the situation. Like, a person who a person who's going to see that, they're going to like, probably repost it just to get the word out there and then go on about their day. They don't care. A lot of people on social media, y'all really love this fake love shit on here. It's, it's it's one thing if you like, damn, like, yo, my whole house burnt down. Like, damn, like, you, you starting to go find me off Instagram and shit. I respect that. I respect that. Because, you know, where else would you do that Sucks. except for Instagram? What you going to do? Go stand in the fucking, go pan, panhandle with the goddamn thing outside? Like, nah, like, you starting to go find me and, and, and you can connect with so many people so so many people can help you. That makes that, sense. But when you on, like, oh, my boyfriend went upside my head and, uh, again leave bitch leave the situation go get professional help to get his ass locked up and protect you and your baby yeah like the fuck like what again for all the women who are like oh but y'all don't i have been in these situations i understand the lack of resources in these situations and i understand how you have to make split time decisions but it's not a split time decision to get on instagram facts you gotta think about it that's not making the situation better that's not making the situation better at all. I'm not like, cause you know, cause what we're saying, they'll be like, oh, she can go to the police, she can do all of this stuff, and blah blah, blah and they're not gonna do nothing. Social media is not gonna do anything either. Like I said, they're just gonna make, like, share it, and then that's it. That's it. So make a real plan about how we can get ourselves out of this situation. And sometimes you just need to pray, but make a real plan, like a real plan. Y'all ever seen Jennifer Lopez enough? That level of a plan to get out of an abusive situation. Thanks. Like if you need that that if you need it is there a last point number three of course it's always three you've been to church before number three stop and i mean stop like this is a, this is the self-love you know what i'm saying uh 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 cornucopia if you will this is this is the self-love event we we, we want to get y'all to really love yourselves so this is the one way that y'all can really love yourselves in the amber heard case in the johnny depp and you know with johnny depp megan uh amber talking about johnny uh, uh, no, uh, Amber talking about Johnny, Megan talking about Tori, but and vice versa. Everybody sits here and says how they knew in their heart of hearts who this person was way before they got into these situations. But then you try to decide and change and stay. Exactly. So many people say that. Oh, I, I should have known you was like this because you did this and you did that and blah blah blah. blah. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and I can see how at the end of being in a situation with somebody, how you realize more things. But with those realizations, don't sit there and try to act as if you had them since day one. Okay. Don't try to sit there and act like you peeped it since day one. Because so many women was doing that with the Tory Lane situation. I did not like that. Because y'all was loving the freaky song. Y'all was loving uh, uh, Talk To Me. Y'all was looking, loving anything on Chicks Take 5 all b- before any of this happened. Like, I'm talking about all on y'all Instagram stories. Okay. And I'm not saying that you can't mess with an artist and then he do something and you don't mess with him no more. That's fair. My only thing I don't think is fair is you claiming as how this nigga has been corny his entire career. Now, that's a bit of a stretch because he was on your playlist last week. 
Facts. That's a bit of a stretch. Stop putting yourself. If you honestly are seeing it before it happens, remove yourself. And if you didn't see it before it happens and you got out of the situation and you thank God, just thank God you got out of the situation. Just, yeah, because a lot of stop. people don't. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like I said, stop trying to feel like you can change a motherfucker. I know we, I always said like women try to do that because they're a nurturing nature. Niggas try to do it too. Oh, but yeah, I try yeah. and change these bitches, change these women's lives and shit yeah. like that. Stop trying to change it. If you see some shit, certain things can't get changed. A person has been like that since birth. Yeah, a person okay. has been raised to do the things that they do for it's a certain part. Stop trying to change a person. Stop trying to be their saving grace. Ain't that, they're not, they don't want to be saved. Like real shit. Siri, play J. Cole. We out of this. Stay cool.